You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, and Ed Egros on the BetQL Network. Daniel House getting the rebound. First season with the 76ers, driving right into Robert Williams, who checks it, swats it away. MVP Horford, inside Brown. Brown was going to make sure he didn't get another one blocked by Embiid. I think we just got to take more pride in ourselves, you know, and that's it, you know. We just feel like, you know, we underperformed last game and we wanted to come out and play to the best of our ability, and that's what that's what we did. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL and follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, PJ Glasser of Send It In, our midday show on BetQL, will join us at 10 o'clock Eastern time, and he'll share his NBA and MLB bets for the day. And then at 11 o'clock Eastern time, MLB handicapper Sean Zarillo will share his thoughts on what edges he has found one month into the MLB season. But first, let's get to some reaction to last night's Sixers-Celtics game two. Joel Embiid did play, but it didn't seem to matter very much as the Celtics hammered, walloped, the Sixers 121 to 87. Jalen Brown hung 25. Malcolm Brogdon came off the bench and hung 23 points. Uh, we can also get into Joel Embiid's numbers as well. You know, it's interesting, Joe, when we sort of diagnose what happened to the Sixers and what went right uh, for the Seas. Uh, you know, you look at Embiid's numbers 26 and a half minutes, 15 points, five blocks. It's something where, okay, maybe he didn't play as many minutes as you would like, say, in a playoff game, but what he did do was quite impactful. Yeah, but he's clearly not close to 100%. Not close. So I, I don't know. People are going to be second-guessing them today, whether or not that was the right decision instead of giving them night off, a couple extra days of rest. Uh, Boston really didn't take control of this game until the third quarter. Uh, then they blitzed them. Then you you all, everybody do. All right, it's time for everybody to sit. I mean, Boston came out shooting a ton of threes. They shot 51 of them on the night, unlike the last game. Uh, and after that, it was a wrap. And if I'm a Celtics fan, one thing that I'm saying is, guys, we beat them in a bad Tatum game. We didn't get anything from our dude. We didn't, they're chanting MVP. That's not the performance that they received from Tatum last night. And they took care of business and last night, get, getting the game. I hate saying must-win game in game two, but it is. 
when you're about to go on the road down 0-2, if you lose like that, that that would be an awful spot. And there is that possibility of seeing that tonight. But um, I, w- I would feel pretty good if I'm a Celtics fan about where they sit, especially in a game where you got nothing from Tatum. And it's going to be a quick turnaround to game three, not that extra rest that we're seeing in the Miami series. So I, I wonder how Embiid's going to look next time out. Yeah, I mean, Doc is saying that he is healthy and maybe it's more rust, but when reporters were interviewing the players after the game, they're like, clearly Embiid isn't 100%, so something's going on there. I tend to agree that he's not healthy, um, but also, I mean, Tatum was seven points. That is crazy. <laughs> Only seven points. I still don't trust the Celtics team, though. Um, I really yeah. don't, so I'm not going to get too excited about it, but... um it's crazy. I th- I do think they should have continued to let Embiid rest and ride that momentum that they had going in that different lineup, different feel of a team. It was working for them. And Embiid, I mean, I'm not going to say he cost them the game, but he's it was off. You know, 15 points, nine shot attempts, three rebounds. That's just, I don't know. I mean, it's something's off. I think there. the Celtics it, were winning was- that game. Celtics were winning that game no matter what. I mean, even if you had a healthy Embiid, I think the Celtics were winning that game. Um, and it's it's different, the usage and all that, when when Embiid's on the floor. Harden did not back it up. <laughs> he, he did not. He did. For, for the people throwing that question around yesterday, can Harden do it again? We all knew the answer, but uh, maybe we didn't think it was going to be that poor. Yeah, I agree with the Harden thing. I mean, even when he had that quote, like, man, it felt great to be in a zone. I haven't been there in a while. I'm thinking, are you implying that it's going to be another while before we see that? Because (laughs) that's what I'm assuming. Yeah, Harden. Yeah, yeah, Harden. (laughs) That's just Harden. It's the playoffs. You can get a great performance maybe, you know, here and there. But if you're looking for consistency, uh, you may want to look elsewhere. A couple of thoughts as far as uh, Joel Embiid's concerned. Yeah, he only played 27 minutes, and it it was only 15 points. I get that. But you look at his usage rate, it was 20.7%. That's pretty high. So when he was out there, he was a significant part of the offense, and he did have those five blocks. And I think what his Mm -hmm. presence did – was tell me a lot about how the Celtics are going to game plan for him. And the simple answer to that is they're going to shoot a lot more threes. You look at three-point shooting rate from game one to game two. Game one, it was just 34.7%. Game two, 55.4%. It went up by more than 20 percentage points in terms of three-point shooting rate, I think simply because Embiid was out there a good bit more. And I don't think they want to challenge him down low that often. They do have good outside shooters. Uh, They're one of the better outside shooting teams in the NBA. They do attempt a lot of uh, threes in terms of above the break and third most in the corners. And this is kind of how they want to play basketball, right? So now the Sixers know what the Cs are trying to do here. And to me, those tells are really impactful going forward, Joe. 
At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, now he's going to be out there for good. I mean, really, if you're Philly, you still feel all right. Now we're going home. It's 1-1. The market is saying Celtics, Celtics, Celtics. I'm seeing it as high as minus 255 for the series uh, this morning. So I think that was interesting. Also fascinating, the line movement that we were were seeing right into the game. Is it coming to play at all? Like like the other day, ends up closing around 7.5. But is he going to play? Is he not going to play? It was much higher at one point, but yeah, uh, the Celtics' first quarter ended up working. Uh, that wasn't a sweat, it, whether it was two, two and a half. We talked about that, but uh, it was really what what ended up happening in the third quarter that did them in. I mean, Boston won every quarter of this game. So yeah, it was closer for about a half, but when you look at it in the end, I mean, it, it, it was uh, pretty much one-way traffic. Yeah, would you look at a coaching advantage there? I mean, after the halftime, the Man. Celtics really just put the Sixers away, didn't they? I mean, it, you're right. It was close. I wasn't sweating our first quarter bet, but it was definitely much closer than the second half. They just put them away. I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm not there, so I don't follow it. I don't. I don't know what Boston media is doing, but just watching Missoula after the game. I got the sense that he is sick and tired of that media and the narratives. <laughs> and no, but like he, he finished his press conference and he was staring daggers into those people. And maybe he was sending some sort of a message into his team like we haven't won anything yet. I don't know. Some of those games are played. But as the press conference is wrapping up, he just stands up, says, oh, no questions about our adjustments from game one to game two, huh? So it's like, like he's pointing out it's all about the noise with the media, and it's not about the basketball. And that's what he was picking up in it. I don't know, you know, if I you mean, want to credit or whatever. I would be annoyed by that too, wouldn't you? It's like, well, oh, I don't, I don't, you know, are you looking for clicks and headlines, or are you actually, are we talking basketball here? I think they were a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. I, you you uh, power rank like toughest media markets. I mean, obviously, New York is number one there. And Boston may be high up on that list. But 
that 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 feels thin skin to me if these descriptions yeah. are are you know appropriate like it's he, he hasn't been there one full season yet yeah he might have also heard the criticism of the Celtics not being as good defensively as you mm-hmm. know when Ime Adoka was there you know there's a there's been a lot going on the past week uh for him so maybe he's just frustrated and as you said getting in his feelings a little bit <laughs> yeah right <laughs> exactly i i don't read too much into this game too as far as being lopsided and all of a sudden saying okay well the celtics are now gonna take off and they're gonna take over this series i mean like we've talked about many times playoff ga- games tend to be blowouts you, you get into a good run and say the third quarter and that could be all they wrote but i think joel Embiid being out there as he continues to progress and evolve get healthier uh i think the sixers uh still are very much in this series and so this okay. idea of uh laying two and a half bucks for the series i i don't like that at all i think uh you know there there are definitely some places to find some value in terms of uh backing sixers in key games yeah Maybe uh, Harden can go to Vegas really quick and drink whatever he was drinking over there to get his uh, mojo back. Lengthy layoff until game three. He's got the time to do that. Just do a little you know, hop, skip, and a jump to Vegas and then out to Philly. I, I don't think that's out of the question. Hop on the PJ, you know, hit a couple strip clubs. <laughs> exactly. Drop 45. Exactly. Well, uh, no, they're pl- they're playing Friday, even though there's the travel. They're it's a quick turnaround. Oh yeah, you're right. right. Okay. Yeah, so That's, it's it- not time for that. Well, he might do it still. There, there's always time. You can make time. I mean, yeah, you make time. I, I, I know all the Michael Jordan stories, so it didn't, it didn't matter if there was any time in between. That dude never ever slept. Would you play? Okay, Philly plus one and a half games is minus one fifty. Mm-hmm. You think it's actually you think it's sixers or seven games? See, I would lean more to the Celtics side, but I'm I don't know that now's the buy time after their win, which I was expecting. But Mm -hmm. yeah, seven or sixers feels a little rich. uh, Yeah, at minus one fifty. Yeah, minus one fifty. I don't feel good about that. Yeah, that's that's too much. Um, yeah, it's weird price too with uh, the Celtics series versus expecting the Sixers to make it a series like that. That doesn't seem right to me. So yeah, I, I don't like either of those. Uh, how about we move on uh, to the NHL playoffs? Because uh, a very interesting thing happened uh, worth getting into in the Oilers Golden Knights game. Vegas won six to four, but Leon Dreisaitl scored four goals. This is the second straight game that an NHL team has featured a player scoring four goals and lost. Night before, the Dallas Stars' Joe Pavelski came back from injury to score four times and lost. And then last night, Leon Dreisaitl, still amazing these playoffs, he scores four times, but Vegas constantly had an answer for them, and now it's uh, Vegas holding serve uh, at least through game one, winning six to four. Yeah, nobody else scored a goal. That's part of the problem. Yeah, I, I, that was my reaction too. I'm like, wow, how often do you have a player score four goals in a game and the team loses? Well, I mean, did, what we saw last night, I mean, there's no reason to think that the firepower is going to stop. So I, this one looks like it's going to be a fun one. It goes over by three and a half goals with the 10 goals uh, being scored. And how strange to have a, a scoreless second period 
and you still got 10 goals in the game. That's how explosive, especially that, that Oilers offense is. Also strange, Vegas wins. They end up winning by two because of the, uh, the empty net or late. Empty net or the but, yeah. yeah. But like the, take, what, the biggest takeaway was what happened with Edmonton and Dreisaitl. This seems like it's going to be a fun series and uh, probably going a distance. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to have one player score four goals back-to-back nights. I was trying to look up um, how are the over-unders doing so far in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Are there any trends? I mean, once a trend kind of becomes public, it's <laughs> it gets a little scary. But, it, I mean, it seems like there's just been a lot of goal scoring in the um, playoffs so far. It, the overs hit last night on Tuesday, one over, one under. On Monday, under... I don't. I haven't noticed okay. anything. It, it's going to be all about power plays, right? Like, how many are we going to expect here? And you know, even watching, uh, you know, Oilers Golden Knights last night, there were a lot more penalties called than I was already anticipating. You know, I had a first period under bet that didn't cash, uh, so I wasn't too happy about that. But I, I do feel like that. I don't know if you'd call it undisciplined hockey or officials. Uh, calling games a little bit more tightly. Uh, but it is interesting that we are seeing more opportune times for these great forwards in various games uh, to be able to score. Uh, interesting note from The Athletic, the last time multiple players registered four goal games and a single playoff was in 1988. And we already got that in the second round. Not to mention we've mm-hmm. got conference finals and the Stanley Cup final after this. Uh, But the fact that we are seeing some insane uh, individual performances, I mean, we talked about the Conn Smythe uh, yesterday in terms of how to bet it. I mean, if we're going to continue to see these buy in bulk kind of performances, then Conn Smythe is going to be really easy to bet on going forward, Joe. Yeah. And uh, also last night, Carolina takes game one. Uh, The Jersey fade works with their quick turnaround following their game number seven. (laughs) Not much of a competitive matchup there. And I hate the New York Mets. Of course you do. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we continue the NBA conversation and talk tonight's game two between the Lakers and the Warriors right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.